offer assistance. To assist you with the activities during Lent, a newsletter is available either electronically on Trinity's website or in print. Copies are available in the mailboxes and at each entrance. Today, following the worship service, the annual congregational meeting of Trinity United Church Summerside will be held. Copies of the annual report are available in print at each entrance or electronically on the news section of Trinity's website. The junior church will begin their next session on Sunday, March 12th for five weeks, and it's called Towards Easter. All ages three to 12 are welcome. For additional information, please contact Hannah. Her email information is in the bulletin. Thank you, extended to the Feed My Sheep and Friends that gathered yesterday to further the outreach of Trinity through the distribution of turkey dinners. Your thoughtfulness is very much appreciated. For all other information on the life and work of Trinity, a copy of the bulletin can be found on Trinity's website, www.trinitysummerside.ca, or available by contacting the church office. We acknowledge that the land upon which we gather is unceded Mi'kmaq territory. Epiquit, Prince Edward Island, is covered by the historic treaties of peace and friendship. We pay our respects to the indigenous Mi'kmaq people who have occupied this island for over 12,000 years, past, present, and future. Good morning. Welcome. I'm the Reverend Rachel Campbell. I'm the minister here at Trinity United Church in Summerside. Thank you for worshiping with us this morning. And this morning, as Nancy said, there will be an annual meeting after worship today. So there's going to be a little bit of a shorter service, not too short, but a little bit shorter just for the transition for those that need to head out and for all others who are staying. Everyone is welcome to stay, but we know that people have time commitments and need to be other places. So we have a little bit of a transition time at the end of the meeting. Now today, I do have some birthdays in the congregation that I know of, and I know that you can wish Daisy a happy birthday for us. She turned 91 on the 2nd, 92. So wish her a happy birthday. I know she, if she's watching, so make sure that she watches and wish her a happy birthday. Also, I do know that we have a birthday girl way at the back from last Monday, Marnie Noy. There she is, way back there. Marnie's birthday was on Monday. And Heather Johnston is not here, I don't think, but if you see her, wish her a happy birthday. I'm not going to tell you what decade she entered into, but she entered into a new decade. So just to give you an idea, are there any other birthdays? All right, let us sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear friends, happy birthday to you. Let us prepare ourselves for worship.
Today, as we look back on 2022 and enter into this time of 2023, we're reminded that the light of Christ is always with us. And we're encouraged, we're commissioned to take that light of Christ out into the world in our thoughts and in our deeds. Please join me in the call to worship. I lift up my eyes to the hills, from where will my help come? He will not let your foot be moved, he who keeps you will not slumber. The Lord is your keeper, the Lord is your shade at your right hand.
Let us join our voices together in the gathering prayer. Loving God, we bring the journey towards the cross in this season of Lent. We come with hearts ready to respond, a will that is open to your wisdom. We come together as a community of faith and prepare ourselves. This road will take us to the foot of the cross, find the stone rolled away, and victory in the early morning of Easter. And as a Christian family, let us join our voices together and pray the prayer that Jesus taught. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. So this week, when I was trying to think about a time for all ages, it's a little, I'll be honest, it's a little easier for me when I have a bunch of kids up here. When I don't, not that I don't adore every one of you. I do, I absolutely do. But sometimes it's easier when I have the kids up here, and I know that they take a break every once in a while, so they'll be back next week. So this week, I want to talk to you a little bit about meetings, because I said to Louise in our meeting on Friday, what am I going to talk about? And she said, it's annual meeting time, talk about meetings. And I remember thinking in my head, meetings, oh, I hope no one leaves the meeting after church on Sunday thinking that could have been an email. You remember those? You know, like everything, we don't really have to come together, but we do have to come together. Because besides just sharing what we've done in 2022, we're also going to celebrate the people that made it happen. This church doesn't just happen on its own. There are so many people, so many volunteers, so much staff, so many people coming in and out that make this church and the ministry possible. So I think it's always good to be able to celebrate that. And even if you can't stay for the meeting, at least taking a time within the service to lift that up. So I think it was a really good idea when Louise said, well, what about talking about meetings? When we talk about meetings, one of the things that I do think of as we talked about is volunteers. And I do want to put a, a, a response, a, a, a basically an ask, as some people would say, to the need right now within our sanctuary on Sunday mornings. We do need another person for screens. It's a commitment of one Sunday a month. And we do need another person for our live stream. Again, a commitment for one Sunday a month. And guess what? We train. We'll be willing to train and help you with all that. So even if you said, I've never done screens before, Kevin, had you ever done screens before? No. And Kevin now is running the screens because we train. We bring people to that point where they feel confident that they can do that. Today, I want to recognize the confidence that I received from three people. And I'm just recognizing them because they would be what I consider to be the leaders of council. And I'm going to ask for our chairperson, Garth, to come forward, please, if you want to come just up here. He doesn't know any of this, so he's looking at me like I'm in trouble, which is good. And I also want to get our secretary of council to come forward as well and stand down there, just where the children usually be. All right. Nancy, I'll get you to go. And our treasurer, Duncan, I want you to come up too. And he doesn't know any of this, and I'm probably going to be in a lot of trouble afterwards, but that's okay. The last two weeks, what's been happening in Prince Edward Island? Canada Games. And what has been given out and what have our athletes been trying to achieve? 
medals. Well, in 2022, beyond all the volunteers and, I, and, and recognizing all the council members and recognizing all the teams and members of teams, and many of you joined up in teams just this past year, which is wonderful, I want to recognize that sometimes people have to come to the podium and receive their medals. So today, I have medals for our treasurer. I have a medal for our secretary and for our chair of council. Let's give them a round of applause. You too can receive a medal. Just sign on up and volunteer at our church. Amen. And Gareth, we're going to put you to work because now you read scripture. <laughs> Don't fire me. <laughs> well, that was a lot of excitement. I'm rattled. <laughs> All right. Uh, this reading is from uh, John uh, chapter 3, verses 1 to 17 from the New Revised Standard Version. So Nicodemus visits Jesus. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, uh, leader of the Jews, and he came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with that person. Jesus answered him, Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after growing old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? And Jesus answered, are you the teacher of Israel, and you do not understand these things? Well, very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we've seen. Yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how could you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one who has ascended into heaven, except the one who is descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life. And indeed, God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. And that ends the reading of the, of the word.
Please join me in prayer and let us pray. Loving God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, dear God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. One of my fondest summer memories growing up was when family from Ontario came to visit. It was confirmation that the world extended past the Northumberland Strait. They brought stories of big cities and new cars, oil, Texas tea. Oh, wait, that was the Beverly Hillbillies. But you get the idea. When family came home from Ontario, and I say came home, for the summer, I knew that the routine of farm life on PEI would be nicely interrupted with trips to Rainbow Valley. Mill River Fun Park, deep sea fishing, barbecues, trips to the beach just to sit around and play in the sand and splash in the water. Oh, and every festival from tip to tip, including the lobster carnival. The visit from those from Ontario brought days jam-packed with fun and long nights of just laughter. A new way of looking at things. Even farm chores were not as chore-like, doing them with someone who missed just being in the barn or out in the field. Their enjoyment boosted my enjoyment. Their way of looking at things now influenced my way of seeing what was always there, but now I saw it in a whole new way. Today's visit from Nicodemus creates a new way of looking at things as well. As a Pharisee, faith and politics would have been all mixed together for Nicodemus. And Jesus, well, he was a threat to both. I always like that it states in the text, he came by night. This shows risk, the risk Nicodemus was taking just to go and meet with Jesus. And let's face it, Nicodemus, he cuts to the chase. Do you hear the rush in this text? Nicodemus says, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. No one can do these signs that you do unless God is with that person. Nicodemus gets right to the point. He puts his understanding of who this man Jesus is on the table. But then there's this sense of questioning, though, in that statement, isn't there? Who is this Jesus? Tell me. Remember, that was the question that we looked at the last Sunday in Epiphany. And I said we were going to ponder that very question over Lent. The who is Jesus question. Well, here's another, another answer to that question from what some might call a very unlikely source, a Pharisee. But there is an answer from Nicodemus today, how he and others like him were wrapping their heads around who Jesus is. Now what happens next is something, again, you're going to see a lot of during Lent, how Jesus answers the question. Jesus answers him, 
Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Jesus creates, he again creates an answer that leaves us looking at the earthly versus the heavenly realities. Pay attention because you're going to see more and more and more of these kinds of answers as we get closer to the cross. The idea of power, kingdom, and how we in our very society that we're part of, how we see that, and how we need to change from this earthly understanding and how we'll be pushed to look at these things in a new way through that of the heavenly realm, the heavenly filter. We then must see Jesus through that same filter. So it's not so much how Jesus answers that question, it pushes us to answer it ourselves with the teachings from Jesus about God and about heaven and how that relates to us here now on earth. A life with God or not. Our choice. You see, Nicodemus is using earthly descriptors of who he feels Jesus is. He says, teacher, a person sent by God. But then Jesus turns the tables yet again and offers Nicodemus a new way of looking at this in a whole new light. To come to the kingdom of God in a whole new way. Being born in the spirit from above. Being born in the spirit from above. Not much earthly in that, is there? What Nicodemus does is he tries to bring it back home to what he knows, an earthly understanding. And he says, how can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? There's this barrier in understanding. The earthly, once again, is getting in the way. But Jesus pushes forward and responds, very truly, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh. What is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you that you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses and you hear the sound of it but you don't know where it has come from or where it is going. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Jesus is confirming that, yes, we are both earth and heaven. That our faith is to look at this earthly world, not ignore it, but with a heavenly understanding, and we must come to God in such a manner. Bring our earthly to God. And know that we are also heavenly beings. We are again have a role to play, and we're not, and we are not to let anything get in the way of our relationship with our faith and with God. And as we discussed last week, we need to, to identify the distractions and barriers that keep us from the divine, that keeps us from our faith, that keeps us from the Creator, from God, and remove those barriers, those distractions. Because God is there waiting. In the gospel lesson that Garth shared, the role of Jesus is, in all of this is explained. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world, but in order for the world might be saved through him. That is our Christian faith. That is how we as Christians come to God. Jesus offers Nicodemus a new way at looking at the laws that Nicodemus knows very well and living them into the political world that he is a part of, but in a new way. A way that is both the body and the spirit, but combined. Spirit binding humanity and God together as one. So that is our challenge as we continue to move into Lent to combine body and spirit when thinking of not only our faith, but how does that faith, that faith see Jesus? How does our faith see God? And let's face it, some of us have been around for a few years, some longer than others. And we may have heard these Lenten texts quite a few times. How do we see them now? How do we respond to them now? As I lifted up, goodness only knows how many bales of hay onto that hay wagon, those summers with family from away coming home once again, I couldn't help but see the so-called chore in a whole new way. They They lit up when they lifted each bale. They lit up. They appreciated the weather, no matter how hot it was. They appreciated the conversations, no matter how many times we heard the stories. And they appreciated the cold lemonade. This new way of seeing the so-called chore led me to appreciate and truly witness what was right there in front of me, right in my own front and backyard. And maybe it wasn't big, a big city. And maybe we didn't have fancy cars. But it was something that offered me more, just in a different way. Maybe as Nicodemus looked at Jesus that night and spoke with him, maybe the same thing happened. All glorious gods. Amen.
It is our commissioning to make a channel of peace, to bring peace to the world and hope. Today, as you come here and are in this place of worship, in this sanctuary, you are making a difference. As hearts change, we change out into the world, and we offer that peace and that hope. That is our prayer. And to do that, we take a time in our service to just pause and to lift up the gifts that each person brings. As we talked earlier, that could be of time, that could be of talent and resources that allow us to be able to minister out into the world. Let us pray. Gracious God, we bring our gifts. Bless them. Bless us. We pray that the gifts received here today aid in the betterment of this world, that love is revealed in the gifts, nourishment offered, and healing initiated. We pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please join me in prayer and let us pray. Gracious God, open our hearts to receive. Open our minds to your wisdom. Open our hands so we can respond. We do so knowing that you are never far from us. We come to you in this time of prayer to offer our cares and our concerns. Our Christian faith reveals that with prayer, we prepare ourselves for transformation. Within prayers, we make room for light and love to prevail in thought and in our deeds. Loving God, help us to foster the good in this world, 
This is a time when we are reminded that loving our neighbor needs to be our daily focus. There is so much happening, not only around our world, but right here in front of us. Help us to be in a place where we stand with those who feel alone, that we listen, we support, and we offer comfort. For those in our world who are suffering, who are in mourning, who are struggling, let us be a witness of needed change and not turn our faces away. Help us not to ignore, but instead be present. Holy God, we pray for the people of this world. We pray for those in places of power to walk and act in hope. We pray for the healthcare community that takes care of all of us. We pray for all governments around the world that they have courage to face what is corrupt and evil and say no more. We pray for all of creation that we exhibit attitudes of caring and protection to Mother Earth. Help us to not lose sight of what, what builds us up and turn away from things that maliciously tear us apart. Help us to nurture. Help us to grow. Help us to bear the fruits of Christ's teaching. Be our guide. Help us to live into your wisdom. And we pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen.
thank you all for worshiping with us. And as we, we will have some time at the very end of the service, for those who have to leave, I'm going to be at the door. And uh, for those who are staying, make yourself comfortable. Hopefully it will be no more than an hour. Right? Right. As we leave this place today, I commission you all to be alert, to stand firm in the faith, to be valiant and strong, but let all that you do be done out of love. May God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Amen. If you're seeing at the screens at home, we're changing that, that third word. We don't say that during Lent. So make sure, three amens, that's it. <laughs>